Hello, welcome to the Elevate Your Wellbeing podcast with your host, Rachel Wagstaff, yoga teacher, wellbeing coach, and former snoozeaholic. In this podcast, I'm going to be diving into wellbeing tips and tools to help you feel great daily, just like you deserve to. Hello, welcome to the Elevate Your Wellbeing podcast. We're getting into part two for burnout. And this really relates to, I think, really, two weeks ago, I was talking about making your sleep a priority. And last week, we were chatting about burnout, what it really is, and how it's impacting your life or your relationships. And then I want to just chat about maybe you don't have a burnout issue, but you actually have a boundary issue. Because how much right now is on your to-do list? How much is on your to-do list? And how much are you prioritizing things like your sleep or doing what you really would like to do for your health, your well-being, your self-care practice? Because if you're pushing yourself, if you're putting all these expectations on yourself, if you're doing all these things you feel you should do, but you're still feeling burnt out where you're not feeling like your best self there's going to be things that you are actually missing out because we really focus on what we feel we should be doing and there's actually things that are better for us such as prioritizing your sleep and working on your boundaries so this can be diving into a few different areas and One of them is time management. Because when we don't use our time efficiently, that's when we end up not being able to do things like prioritize sleep or prioritize the things that we want to do for ourselves. Because how many times have you, for example, booked yourself in something like a spa day or a yoga class and then something else has come up and you've had to cancel it because you couldn't say no so you've had a boundary issue or something else came up you're like damn it I thought I had done everything um actually you didn't prioritize your time you know it's things like 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 I do with this podcast you know I batch things so things are done in a specific time in a specific way so it gives me more time so I'm, I'm not doing all the things all the time I can sit down and focus and that can be a boundary issue because it's where am I setting boundaries with myself and other people around me to say look no I can't do all the things and sometimes that's an expectation on ourselves because we feel we should be able to do everything hands up if that's you or if you've gone through that or if that's something that you're working on but that really is all down to mindset and belief of we should be doing more, we should be productive, we should be helping everyone and everyone gets put first rather than us. But it's having that boundary of saying, no, this is my time and this is what I need to focus on. So I have shared this. Um, there, there are five different tools um, with how you can work with your boundaries and 
I'm just going to have a quick look because I'm pretty sure I've shared it on Instagram. And I have resumed my blog, but I have started it completely anew. So there's none of my old content on there. But I'm pretty sure I've written this as a little bit of a blog post as well. So I'm just scrolling through because I want to just highlight what these are, because I think these are really, really important when we're working with different boundaries. It's that management of ourselves. So, yeah. Um, so five different tools to help you reduce your overwhelm, your burnout and your stress. So time management is a huge one. So if you don't manage your time, then other people will. So be, protect, be protective of your time, especially when you already have something booked in for your self-care. So hopefully you're already doing this every morning, every evening, because you've got those little bit, mini routines. So it could be one minute, it could be an hour, depending on what time you've got, you work with what works for you. But like I said, two episodes ago, those five hacks for improving your sleep, have a routine, really manage your time. And then that boundary management is then saying, you know, how often do you say, sorry, I can't? Because you probably don't say that often enough. And yes, there's going to be guilt around saying no, but it's honoring your time, honoring your energy, because you can't be available for everyone because then you won't be available for yourself. So the time management and the boundary management really come in together because if you're not managing your time, other people will manage it for you. Other people will be other people will be booking things in. So even if you are someone who really needs space for it to be white space, because you're like, well, I don't know what I'm going to want to do because I want to really be in the moment. I think that's really important, especially as women, because we're, we have our cycle and every day, every week can be different within a month. So you might have the same white space every week, but you might do something different because one week you need to do something really active like going for a run but then the following week you're actually like no I just want to lay in the bath and read a book you know it's honoring that white space but make sure it's blocked out for you you don't have to explain to anyone else what you're doing it's like sorry I can't I'm busy and it's honoring that time which is really really important the next one is having that integrity to practice what you preach how often are you telling your friends you know or telling colleagues to honor these things but you're not doing it yourself you know do you give that advice to a friend so start taking your own advice you'll be amazed at how much this impacts your own well-being and your belief in yourself thought management is a huge thing as well because if you don't manage your thoughts well, I mentioned this last week a bit with mental burnout because if you're not doing things like talking to other people talking things through or journaling to get things out of your mind meditating so you can reflect and slow down your thoughts can really have a ripple effect on how you show up in the world and how you think and how you believe and trust in yourself so that thought management is really really key as well and then the final part of that is learning and growing having a mindset where you are open to learning and growing because when we are feeling stuck we're in this constant vicious cycle of feeling stressed and overwhelmed and burnt out and frustrated we're usually doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result yeah I see this a lot 
in my brother, for example, if he's frustrated because one of the kids keeps doing something that he's asked them repeatedly to not do, and I've highlighted, you know, it's like, have a go at explaining it in a different way. Because it might, the words that you're using might not land in the same way for them. You know, it's the same way that we could all be sitting in a classroom. And I, I've even experienced this. I remember years and years ago, I did a photography uh, class, or like a 10 week course or a term week course sort of thing. Um, proper old school, you know, like, probably like DLR sort of camera, you know, had film, none of this digital stuff. And there was something that wasn't landing for a couple of us. We just really wanted to understand certain things around the shutter speed, et cetera. And this teacher was a professional photographer, but he wasn't a good teacher because he understood it, but he didn't know how to relay that information for everyone in the room to understand it and go, ah, oh, that lands. And you could really see and hear the frustration that it's like, why don't you get it? Why don't you get it? It's so simple. And maybe you felt that as well with other people, but it's it's honoring that that's then being in a very fixed mindset. When we can step into our learning and growth mindset, we can understand that everybody is different. Everybody understands things differently. And we've got to be honoring of that. Yeah, it's, it's not even a stage, it's, it's a consistent thing. We're always learning, we're always growing, we're always changing. And it's being able to understand that we've got to honor that because sometimes burnout is, and it's a it can be a boundary issue because we're not honoring that things are changing. So it's it's being open to how can we learn and develop. This is why it's personal growth, self-improvement, personal development, that we're we're constantly going through learning more about ourselves. And honoring, like I was saying about the sleep, you know, I was making it a priority because I learned that actually, because I had that routine, my body felt so much better by sticking to that routine rather than pushing myself out to stay up late to join a training live. I actually got more out of it by honoring my sleep routine and then watching it in the time that worked for me. And it's understanding that about yourself. So this is where your learning and growing can come in. It's like, when something comes up in your life, when you would be asked to do something and normally you would just go, yeah, without a second thought. And oh, it's fine if, you know, it means that I'm pushing myself to do more things. Um, I think one of my mentors was like, we've all got a million things on our plate. And it's, you know, there's the one person that's like, oh, I've got a million things to do. And then the people pleaser will come in and go, oh, I've got a million things to do, but let me help you with your million things. So now I've got two million things. You know, it's it's honoring that actually we've all got things on our plate. So maybe you're listening to this and you're the person that's always asking for help. You're good at asking for help, but you're not necessarily realizing that the person you're asking for help doesn't know how to say no. So, you know, it, it is that check yourself before you wreck yourself. No comes into play with this one and really honor like look in your diary and go actually that's what I have in play and there's something I highlighted with my husband he was like why do people leave it to the last minute to get in touch and ask me for my help 
And I'm like, well, what boundary are you putting into place? You know, are you answering them right away? Are you dealing with the issue right away? And he's like, well, yeah, it's just easier to get on with it. It's like, well, stop complaining about it then. <laughs> because if you don't put that, you know, if, if you're clocking off work at five o'clock and everyone's going, ah, I've got an issue and it's like 10 minutes before you're clocking off, you know, do you really want to be pushing to stay late because they're not honoring the boundary of you finish in 10 minutes of this can't be done or you know if it's something that doesn't create more of a ripple effect because it's been left to the following day yeah you know, is it something that's like no sorry i can't do that it takes more time than i've got and i'm clocking out you know i finish at five o'clock that's my boundary and that's something i've been you know rearing up that was something i was very hardcore strict on i was like i finish at this time so sometimes working with different boundaries, you might have really good boundaries in one area, but not necessarily in another area. And so for me, when I was working or if I've worked like a nine to five job, it was literally that, you know, I would be going in as close to nine o'clock as possible because like my time before that is my time. And when I was finishing, it was like, right, it's finished time. I'm clocking out. I'm going home because now it's my time. But. I might not have had such a strong boundary, especially when I first started out my business with doing something like answering my emails, or I've had people that expected me to answer within a certain time frame, even though I was with a client or I was out going to a class or was teaching the class and they wanted to, to turn up. I've even had people, a class was literally 6.30 to 8 p.m., and I was very strict in the studio. I was like, right, we're starting on time. We're not going to get interrupted. So once it's the start time, if you haven't turned up, I would lock the door. And I still do the same on the Zoom room now. It locks at the time we start. So if you're late, you miss out because we're starting at that time. I want to honor that time and have that, that time boundary. But I had someone who rocked up um, maybe an hour later. And she's like knocking on the door, banging on the studio door to the point where I was like, it's clearly interrupting us. I was like, really sorry, ladies. I'm going to, you know, just have a little pause. Uh, I'm going to go and see who this is and sort of unlocked the door, opened the door. And obviously anyone inside could have easily unlock it. So it was easy if, if, you know, we needed to get out for a fire, it's, you know, all this sort of thing. Everything was safe. You know, I was making sure that people just couldn't rock up. But yeah, she was like, oh, I'm here for the pregnancy class. I was like, we started an hour ago. She was like, oh, I thought I could just turn up for this. And it was her very first time. I had not told her how the plan, you know, what the, the schedule was for this 90-minute class. So she had no idea what the layout was for, well, I thought I could rock up for the the relaxation bit. And I thought, I'm really sorry. We start at 6.30. There's no admission. Uh, I'll see you next week. And just shut the door. Because having that boundary and being firm. And every week after that, she was one of the first ones to arrive. And yeah, it can feel really mean in the moment, but it's also that this is the rule and honoring that because there's 10 other people in the room that have stuck with that. So why should I make the exception for you? And that's where that boundary issue can come into play. Are you just bending over backwards to help everyone, but then they're not being there for you? So do have a little look around with what the setup is in your life right now with regards to burnout with regards to your boundaries around your time and your thoughts and your energy and your integrity like sticking to your word because 
if you're not sticking to integrity the big thing because if you're writing something in your diary that's making a date with yourself i am doing this at this time and then you're not sticking to that integrity because you're then going oh no it's fine that doesn't matter so you're telling yourself that's not actually important so if you're someone who sets goals and then doesn't achieve them is it because you're not actually sticking to that integrity and you need that stronger boundary to honor the goal that you want to achieve and this is where coaching really comes in so it can sound really strict but you know if, if, if you're listening to this you're like wow Rachel's really strict yes but it's also doing it from a place of love and honoring what I need to prioritize for me and I do that as a coach to help you honor what you need to prioritize for you and put those things into play so I help to support you and help keep you accountable and this is something that we work on together in the vibrant well-being method my 90-day well-being signature program which I absolutely love and we get to work together to really dive in deep with all these different areas with regards to creating those those boundaries because everyone has different boundaries uh that that come up when you're looking at things like work-life balance so everyone will be working in different areas so for example I I could write where where we could be lacking um, balance in our life with regards to a work-life balance for example so your work-life balance can really come into play but it's setting boundaries time management and prioritizing your self-care so for you this might be prioritizing your physical health so doing exercise in a balanced diet getting adequate sleep but it could be that mental and emotional well-being as well so managing your stress and anxiety it really could focus solely on nutrition because you're not really sure how to nurture and nourish your body with food. Maybe you're not actually that great with eating meals regularly and making sure you're eating the best things. There are clients I have that feel like they don't know how to cook because they don't know what they should cook. So they end up living off processed like fast foods, like um, takeaways or like microwave meals, none of which are really good for you. And we can really go into that boundary of, right, let's set up these meals in place so we can have this routine. Um, It could be working on social connections so you get that community. So we're working together, but you also get to join the community and then honoring how you can nurture those connections. So remember the burnout part I said last week, yes, you might be enjoying what you're doing. So you might not feel like you're burning out, but it's the rest of real life fun. Have you got those connections with your partner, your family, your friends, your your colleagues? Have you got time for your hobbies and your interests? Have you got financial stability? So are you planning for your future? Do you struggle with prioritizing your self-care? So it could be spa days or it could be having those days that from the outside look lazy, like you're reading a book or doing meditation, but those relaxation methods are really, really important because that reduces your stress promotes overall well-being so it helps with your burnout but you've got to put those boundaries in place to have those practices and we could go into so many other things the quality of sleep really focusing on if boundaries are what you struggle with setting those boundaries staying accountable having that support from me and really having that joy and fulfillment in your life so there's lots of different areas but everyone works on things in different ways uh one of the uh, areas that a client and i were chatting about 
we were looking at setting goals and she had this realization this breakthrough of I realized I'd never set goals so I don't have that focus for me so I'm going around doing everything I should do you know I'm doing my job I'm doing everything I need to do at my job I'm at home I'm supporting my partner I'm supporting the kids but I feel a bit lost because I don't have that that thing to strive for and then we've sit down and we've gone through what she can create her goals to be and you know it's diving deeper than just having that work-life balance it's what do you make that work-life balance about and that's where it's really empowering so if you would like to learn more use the link in the show notes to book a free course just 15 minutes one percent of your day and we can create a bit of a strategy together that might be plenty for you to go away with or you might feel that you want to know a little bit more about the 90-day signature program, the Vibrant Wellbeing Method that I teach and help support you. So have a look in the show notes, get on a call, let's have a chat, one-on-one, completely free, and I will see you next week.